Alyssa. Hello. Welcome to the Laughing Note podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out after about 30 minutes or so. Okay. How's your day been so far? Good? Yeah, it's been very good. Thank yeah. you. It's good for a Friday. Fridays are always good, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fridays are really good. Yeah. Fridays are really yeah. good. No, so good. talk to us about your life at Next then. So how long have you been here? Uh, 28 years next month. Another long server. Another long yeah, server. Yeah, yeah, I've pretty much grown up here. Wow. Lately. That's a, oh, that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of came. I did have a job before here for sort of six months, and then I started as a trainee here, and then still here now. So yeah, got married, had kids, moved around <laughs> apartments. Still here. That's brilliant. So you've you've experienced that whole trainee thing that we've been renowned for for ages, haven't you? Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. And, and gone through the whole process. So talk me through some of that then. So where did you? What area did you start? What area of the business you in? Did you start in? Uh, so I started. So I've always done women's wear. Always, done, always women's done women's wear. wear. Yeah. And, and is actually, that your passion as well? Then yeah. yeah. I just L- love it. Yeah. I can't really see myself on other areas, but I don't know. But yeah, women's wear is my because I love. Clothes. Never say never though. Never. Yeah. Oh, obviously, I don't want to <laughs> hinder my career path right now and say I'll never do anything else. But because I am a woman and I wear women's clothes, yeah. that is what I am passionate about. Like, yeah. For me, it's not work. I'm shopping all the time. When I go over the evening at the weekend and I'm online and on Instagram. I'm just shopping all the time and looking at what trends are. So it's kind of, that's what I want to do. So I started on women's wear as a trainee. Yeah. Um, and then I started on, it's, it's changed. The whole business has evolved so much since when I started. Yeah. I mean, the company is so much bigger than when I started. So when I started, the area on women's wear was, I think it was like wovens, but it was everything. So it's trousers, shorts, skirts but then I think we also <laughs> bought coats and jackets oh wow so it's just one massive area and I was the trainee on that area since then now it's all been divided up but I did that for a while and then I became the buyer on tailoring and soft tailoring and then I became the buyer on casual wear and casual wovens um and then I became the buying manager on tops um and then I think I left on my first child when I did that, came back and became the buyer manager on bottoms and outerwear, then moved back to tops. So basically I did that for 20 years on women's wear. Just kind of, yeah, circling around. around. Yeah. And then <laughs> I took a short break. I felt like I'd been here for 20 years. I didn't want to go anywhere else, but I kind of figured I wanted to take a bit of a break. I was doing lots of traveling and I loved it, but I thought I'd got young children at home. I was going to take a bit of a break. So then I left, but with nowhere else to go. And then, I don't even know if it was four months, <laughs> I came back again. I basically, I had the summer off and I loved it. Yeah. But then it was just a bit, I don't know, I was a bit like, oh, I'm, I'm a bit of a loss. And actually, I didn't really want to go anywhere else. Right. So, so it wasn't then, a desire to join another business no, or anything? No, absolutely not. No, no, no. So then the opportunity came up to maybe do a maternity cover on non-clothing. And I'd never done non-clothing. So I thought, oh, that might be might be different. Yeah, I could do that. Just for six months, see how I get on. Uh, and that was about eight years ago. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm yeah. still here. So then I went to non-clothing, which is obviously shoes and lingerie and swimwear. So whole new product area, something I'd never done before. And it was brilliant, actually. That is probably what I needed to kind of reinvigorate my love of yeah. buying and what I was doing. I think I hadn't realized it, but I was probably just in a little bit of a... 20 years of doing the same kind yeah. of thing, a bit of a rut and having yeah. had children and doing lots of traveling. Coming back to that, it was like, oh, this is 
you know, this is amazing, and I'm learning something new, and I'm traveling to different places. So I did that for coming up to eight years. And then two weeks ago, so last week, I moved to women's wear again. So back to women's wear, where I started um, as product director there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm basically... What a journey, though. Yeah. What so a journey. And what, what, out of all of that, what do you think was, a, what was the biggest leap you ever noticed or felt or the biggest change when it was like, oh, God, this is, this is new. This is yeah. more of a challenge. This is more exciting. And there's been a lot, I think. Like yeah. I say, the business has evolved so mm. much. So when I started, online wasn't really a thing. Mm. So we had the book. And yeah, you know, the Bible, the yeah, that everyone yeah, had the, yeah. every, huge everyone Bible, had it. and we, everyone everybody had it, lived yeah. by the Bible <laughs> and the outfit. I'm like literally shopping the whole outfit yeah. from top to bottom to shoes to the necklace, everything. Um, so we lived by the book, but over time, obviously, we've gone online. And I mean, I don't even think I had a mobile phone when I started here, <laughs> like 28 <laughs> years ago. I honestly don't. So Instagram, any of that wasn't online apps. It wasn't even a thing. Yeah. So I think the change from going from that big book where you actually mm. phoned up, flicked through, a bit like the Argos catalogue, where you flicked through, <laughs> circled it, and then phoned up, to now just being on the app and obviously like selecting an ad to bag and, and that whole it world next day. of change yeah. and how quick that is now. I think that's probably been the biggest shift from a product point, point of view. view. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then now moving internationally and globally and everything else, it's it's a whole different ball game. I think professionally, probably going from being the buyer of a team, when you work as a team, so if you work on tailoring or denim, that team is so close, the designer, the merchandiser, the buyer, the technologist, you work so closely together. And then I think going to be a manager, you kind of sit, you're in a group of managers, but you're kind of sitting on your own. Right. It's a really big shift I think from your lovely team and you'll sit together and have lunch every day and your team <laughs> and then you're kind of then the manager on your own and nobody wants to sit with you <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then when you go to director it's even worse and you <laughs> sit on your own in an office and no, definitely no one wants to sit with you I go into the design presentations now and then I'll sit at the front and there'll be like three or four oh, chairs no, next to me with nobody no. on. And there's all these people standing at the back. It's like, come sit next to me. <laughs> so I think that's the biggest probably uh, shift that you notice. Yeah. But um, most people then will come and sit next to me. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that scared. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But is the, when you go from, so a buyer obviously is that, that smaller team, mm. but buyer manager will have a group of buyers that they will look yeah. after, won't they? Yeah, 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 yeah three yeah. or four buyers. Three or four so buyers. So that is then your, your team, team, if you like, and then your other managers, the merch managers, the design managers, the quality manager, that then becomes your team as well. Big shift then. That yeah, was but the it big is, shift. it is a big shift to get your head around. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's good. And now you are, like you said, the women's wear director. So that must, that's been pretty exciting past couple of months or weeks. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And interestingly, the managers now, I think Becky Lodge was my trainee when I was the no. buyer. Yeah, yeah, when I was the buyer. Andy, I worked with him. I think he came, yeah, he came in as a trainee when I was buying. I think buying. he came from store as he well. He did, and yeah. he, he was sort of a trainee when I was on the assistant buyer or buyer. So all, all of them. I know, and that I've known them since they were trainees, all of them. Wow. All the managers. So you've got that real good relationship going yeah. back into it. Yeah. And would you say that's one thing that, especially in women's wear or in product in general, that that's the way we keep being the business we are? We have good people to make the product. Completely. Yeah. It's yeah. 
for me, it's all about it's all about the people. The people create, yeah, the product, and they people make the product better. And I think the fact as a team, you can be quite open and your mm. discussion, and you're passionate about what it is you want to do. You're passionate about the next brand and about making it the best it can be. But it, it's the people that drive that a hundred percent. Interesting. And in terms of the brand, how 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 do you think product shapes like the next brand as overall? I guess it's quite important. <laughs> um, how does the neck shape the product brand overall? Um, I think because it is such a strong brand and people know the next brand. I mean, every household must have somebody mm. within it, whether it's the mum, the daughter, somebody shops from next, whether it's for their home, yeah. where the children's wear, or the mum, the dad. Everybody knows the next brand and they know it's synonymous with good quality, good delivery. You know, I think we're quite reliable. Mm. But having that kind of brand identity, I think then gives people the opportunity to experiment with things, to okay. push things, to try new things, because it's the next brand is safe and it's relied upon, but also you want to then push it forward, evolve it a bit more, saying, look what else we can do, look what else we can offer. We're not just about this, we're also doing this and we're doing this and we're trying this. Mm. So I think it's important, the brand, that the, the quality is always there. I mean, there's certain things that never change. Yeah. So if we want to do a range that's younger, for example, yeah. so on non-clothing, we created a range called Self, um, and that was the assistants that came up with that, the assistant buyers. It was something that they wanted to to wear. It was at the weekends they were wearing sort of loungewear, leisure wear, and they didn't think we necessarily had anything for them. Interesting. So they created a range and a brand for them. And I think it was still had to be next quality and it still had to have next design and it, you know, it was um, sustainable, it was ethically sourced, but it was the the ethos of it was something new because it was for a younger customer. Nice. But I think the reliability of the next brand kind of allows you to try other things. I don't think it can trap you. No. That we're next and this is our customer and she's 45 to 55, so therefore this is what we offer to her. I think we can be much more flexible with the brand, but it still ultimately has to be good quality. It has to be from the right factory. It has to be a good price. Mm. That's what people expect. It's the minimum, yeah. It's the absolute it's minimum. Absolute minimum. Yeah. They expect to be able to wear that for five or ten years <laughs> and it for never, ever to wear out, to shrink, to go into hold. And it's hard, actually. I think if you buy something cheaper and mm. it's a bit more throwaway fashion and you wash it and it shrinks, people are just like, oh, well, what do you expect is from there and it only costs this. Yes. If you buy something that's more reasonable from next, you still expect to last a lifetime, I yeah. think, like friends would yeah. say to me, oh, it's only this. I only washed it like five times. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? But the expectation is, yeah, that will last forever if it's from next. So yeah, I think there's high expectations, but that doesn't stop us doing new things or trying new things. No, it's like it's a bit like a it's like a really well trusted friend, isn't it? In a way, like you you trust what they're saying, and then it's like, oh, that friend's also doing all these new cool things. Yeah, like, you don't want to be the boring friend, do no, you? No, do you know what I mean? No, you got no, to sometimes no. you got to be the yeah, friend yeah, that yeah. kind of surprises you yeah. a little bit, yeah. or that. You know, at the weekend, that's the friend that you want to see, that you want to be going yeah. out with. So I think I think it's really important that we're not the boring friend. Yeah. That, you know, sometimes we surprise you a bit or that there's new, exciting things happening. And where's your, like, where's your love from? Because you were saying right at the start, like, you're just living and breathing fashion and trends and that. Where's that come from? Like, has that always just been there or...? 
Yeah. From like a young age yeah. or yeah, just th- always loved it. I think so. I was thinking about when I so at university I didn't study fashion. I studied um media um and kind of social studies, communication studies. So oh, okay. originally and I used to go to like drama school and things like that. So originally <laughs> I kinda wanted to go into the media and acting drama. Da, da, da. Um so I did that degree, came back. I did go to actually, I used to work on a radio station in Sunderland. Really? No yeah. way. We're FM. <laughs> I used to do the news on We're FM. Wow. And so then when I came back, I went to like Radio Leicester and various other stations. But you have to start as like a, like a runner, like yeah. a tea girl. You do like, anything. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do you get paid to do that? And it was nothing. I was oh. like... Well, I don't think my shopping habit <laughs> can survive on nothing. So then I was like, it's not me. So then I worked in shops. So I, I worked at Topshop. I worked, yeah. I worked everywhere. I worked in stores, Topshop, M&S, everywhere. Um, Dulcy, shoe shops. I mean, that, they don't even exist now, these no. shops. But that's how old I am. So, so that was my thing. And then I used to like going out. It was the 90s. Mm. I went out a lot. I went clubbing. It was kind of clothes, music. That was just my thing and then it was like I think I could actually stop making this a hobby and actually make a yeah. career out of this so yeah. I was working at I think it was Wallace it was part Ooh. of the Sears group yeah on a Saturday like four hours on a Saturday yeah. I'd work there for four hours and then I'd work at M&S for four hours so I'd have to run from one to the other <laughs> um, and that was like my sa- and then I'd get picked up and then I'd go out for the night so nice. was, that was my Saturday. that was your Saturday yeah um, and then when I was there I applied for a trainee buyer as part of the scheme um, at Sears and I did sort of six months there and then came to next to the trainee wow. I thought wow I can actually make a career out of what I love it's good is, you can do that though isn't yeah, it yeah it's really good really important really important as well to keep you engaged and keep putting that passion forward as well yeah, yeah. you've got to love it I think yeah. if you love something it's not it's not like work, is it? You know, like no. I say I go home and I'm looking at what's new in the shops. I'm looking at what's on Instagram. That's not work, but it kind of is work because then I'm thinking, oh, I'll snapshot that and I'll snapshot that. Oh, I love mm. that. Oh, I've seen that this animal's coming back on trend again. Oh, okay. I need to think to go. When I get back into work, we need to think about that then. Have we got animal? <laughs> so it's it's not a job in that kind of, I'm doing no, what I love. No. But then if, it, if you're doing what you love, then hopefully you'll be good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'd be the same like, you know, working in, social media and marketing and communications social media when, when i'm on social media i probably get into the technical too much yeah to the point where i'm just like oh how have they done that and then i'll try and find out how they've done it and if there's a video of a behind the scenes and what have they done and all yeah. of this and you just but you just find yourself you enjoy it yeah so, you're doing it because yeah, you enjoy it you do it you enjoy it because someone said you've got to do this yeah. like yeah, yeah absolutely exactly. you've got to drive that passion forward so do you think it's so just talking about the brand again? Yeah. Um does does have it so obviously the product really helps the brand, but does does having a strong brand also help with the product as well and uh, and shaping that or uh, do they work yeah. in tandem? I think it I think it helps the product in terms of getting it out there it's a platform isn't it for everybody to then sell that product and sell it you know the fact that we're going worldwide now the fact that we're looking Mm. at um china and india and america it's a platform for you to get your product out more it's a platform for us to buy i don't know but you get more better prices to get better fabrics to push the boundaries um so i think it helps in that way yeah 
but I still think it's the people that create the product. It's still the, it always yeah. goes back to the people. Yeah. For me, for, for me, it for does. You, I yeah, think. Yeah. But the exciting thing is now that you know people like that product is getting to a wider, wider audience now, mm. and that's exciting for for everybody. Yeah, I big think, time. I think wow, that's from a designer. You know that product I created actually. That's selling really well in Germany, and actually they've selected it now, and they're going to look at it in America. And like that's that's got to be mm. exciting as a designer to think your product is getting out to a bigger market now, and more people are wearing it. And is that one of the most exciting things you think coming up for the product teams in general of the actual growth and scope of international, and or is mm. there other things you think that are on the horizon that are actually all oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how much the buying team necessarily think about how big globally it's going to yeah. be. I think ultimately we're quite in the detail of just buying really nice clothes okay. that we want to wear. Okay. Or oh, that's where I am. I'm okay. kind of. I mean, I've just obviously only just started on women's well, wear, yeah. but it's definitely a case of: Do we like it? Do you love it? Is that something you want to wear? Okay, that's brilliant. Let's do that. Do we love do we love this print? Does everyone in here do we love this? Mm, okay. If we don't love it, let's start again then. Let's find something that we do love. And I think you you're not thinking will it sell in no. India or it will internationally will it be big? I think you're just thinking is this a brilliant product that I is it a brilliant price? Do I love the fabric? Do I love the style? Is it something that I want to wear? Is it something that I'd be proud if I saw in the shop and I'd say to my friends, oh, yeah, that's one of mine. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is what, oh, yeah, you're going on holiday yeah. at the airport. I love, I do that all the time with my family. I'm like, oh, that's from next. Oh, she's, <laughs> see that, that bag there? That, that was one of ours. That was that was a bestseller, actually. That bag. And they're just like, oh, my God, that's so boring. Do you know everything that ever, I'm like, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much too, actually, yeah. The shoes are from next. <laughs> <laughs> and on holiday, they're English because that's from next. But actually... Maybe they're not. Maybe they yeah, have maybe put it internationally. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I just think you're just thinking, is this product the best product that it can be, mm. basically? And do I, for me, do I love it? Would I be proud to see that, to say that that's, yeah, that's from my range. That's one of ours. That's from next. Is it tough then to get the balance between product that's exciting and people love and product that then sells as well? Or the, does it not it's matter? It's the same thing. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. If it's product that is exciting yeah it'll sell it'll sell yeah. yeah if you're in a room and that's kind of the thing whereby it's not i think maybe a long long time ago we used to think next was perhaps a bit mumsy and like <laughs> the young people might think that their mum loved next and that's where she shops but now for me i want i want the people at next in my team to be wearing their product mm. because they love it not because they get 25 percent discount <laughs> but because they Good discount yeah. but yeah but, but yeah. generally because yeah. they they love it because it's it's nice and like I say it's a good price it's good quality but actually it's it's cool I'm wearing mm. it because I like it not because of anything else I would buy this anyway so I think that's we're doing that more and more and I mean I obviously am older than most of <laughs> all of the tradies <laughs> the assistants the buyers but I don't dress any differently you know, I wear what they want to wear I wear um you know what I mean? I, I, if that's the trend, I want to wear it. Yeah. Just the same as they want to wear it. So, yeah, I think it's just really important that you don't try to put people into boxes that this is for that age of customer and this is for that lady and this is for the lady. You just buy nice things that we all want to wear. And I guess that's kind of reflective because the next customer as well, isn't it? It's 
we're not like uh, some of the other competitors where it's like you kind of know their audiences. Yeah, I mean, age, it's so age. broad. It's so it? broad. We, we are literally appealing to everyone, everybody, aren't yeah, we? Everyone. From the baby <laughs> all the way up to the grandma or whatever, yeah. you know, everybody. Everyone. Um, and that and that is why it is hard, yeah. I think, because like you say, if you were, I suppose in the olden days, but Topshop, yeah. you, they knew who their customer was, yeah. they knew the demographic of who they were aiming to, and they, they hit it, and they, you know, you went in there and you could find something that you wanted to wear. Yeah. We're, we're trying to be so broad. Mm. It is it is difficult, but I think that's when if you fall into the trap of trying to say this is for that lady, this is for that lady, this is for somebody maybe a bit older, you get into the trap of maybe buying things that you don't actually like because mm. you think they're for somebody else. Yeah. But you don't really know because no. like, who, who is this lady that you think will like to wear that? So I think now we're just kind of saying, let's just buy really nice things that we all like. Yeah, make it simple. Yeah, and make like you say, if it's exciting, it probably it, will be a bestseller. Yeah. If we all like it, it probably will be a bestseller. So why can't the 22-year-old and the 62-year-old yeah. both be wearing the same thing, but just in different ways? Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I wear the same things as the trainees, whether I should or I shouldn't. <laughs> I don't think I look that odd, that bonkers wearing it. So I might not wear a skort. Yes, <laughs> yeah. certain things that yeah, I might draw yeah. a line on. But generally... I'd say we all wear similar things. Yeah. No, no, I, 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 that's a really nice way of looking at it and a really, it's quite a fresh approach actually to be like just focusing on the product and stuff yeah. and, and and kind of really pushing that forward as well. I think because our product is really good quality, so we use mm. really nice fabrics. The fit is really good. You can you can wear that style, whether you're whatever size you are, whatever age you are, I think you could buy the trend piece and look good in it. I might not be able to buy it from, I don't know, somewhere else if it was a bit cheaper and actually the fit wasn't very good, yeah. the fabric wasn't very nice, I would it probably wouldn't suit me. It might look good on someone younger, but yeah. it perhaps wouldn't flatter me. But actually, I think because of the way our clothes mm. are and the fits are good and the fabrics are good, anyone can wear them. What goes into the making sure we always, you know, that quality's there, like, it's the loads of things, loads of things, loads of yeah. different teams involved in that. Yeah, 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 right yeah. from the very beginning. Right. Everything starts with fabric. Right, everything. everything. That is the, like, we're already looking now for spring, summer 25 from a fabric point Ooh. of view. So they're starting to do fabric shows. So they'll be going next month to Paris, to PV, to look at spring, summer 25 fabrics. So every, so the trends, the big macro trends, they'll come back and say, fabrics have started to become textured so say now there's lots of textured fabrics and yeah. they used to be flat as a macro trend they'll come back with that but that's probably a year ahead of when we're going to start selling those things right. but it all starts with that and then you can buy cheap versions of that you can buy mid-price versions of that you can buy really expensive versions of that and it's getting the one that performs that washes that you know doesn't rip that doesn't We'll be very specific about that. We'll test them. We'll make sure it does the job, that it's good quality. And I think that's that's what makes our product reliable, if you like, in that you can buy it from us and you know it will be good quality. Mm. Um, so, yeah, fabric's really, really important. Was that the question? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no definitely was. No, definitely was. I I'm waffling on a bit. No, no, actually. no, you really got into it. I didn't want to disturb you. I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, it's really interesting, actually, because, like, I guess you'd think some people might just think, oh, right, we're just going to go out and try and get a trend and just, yeah. you know, 
tick a box yeah. or and sometimes you might do that if we okay. missed a trend yeah that we would definitely be saying you've got to get this in as soon as you can right but it's still we would still test it it's still got to perform so it would be relatively as quick as you can mm. if you didn't have to do any testing and it didn't matter if you washed it and then it shrank mm. you could probably get something in you could find some fabric somewhere and get that in in I don't know, a month four or five weeks yeah we've got to make sure it, it performs so it might be it takes an extra week or two weeks so it's still relatively quick but yeah it it has got to perform there is that expectation people come to us because our product is reliable mm. And it's it's really good quality, yeah. Yeah, yeah. really. Good and we're quality. not the cheapest, though. If you no, no, like you say, no. If we were the cheapest, then that's fair enough. You you might expect that, but we're not. So why am I paying more for this if it's not going to perform? If it's going to shrink or it's going to tear? So yeah, there's an expectation it has to do that. So it's quick, but it's relative to making sure it does the job as well. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And just going back to um, to like you and kind of the great, you know, the career that you've had so far and you'll continue to have, like, what do you think, what do you think someone either just starting or coming into the business, or what do you think, like, what would you give, advice would you give to them in terms of, you know, like, just uh, being it next? I think it's just, just being yourself. I think okay. there are so many opportunities at next. Yeah. I say I have done quite well for myself, even if I do say <laughs> yeah, so. You have, you have. No, I'll say it, you have done well, you have done but well. But I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a particularly pushy person. I've kind of, I really love what I do. Yeah. And I've worked really hard, I would say. So in the beginning, I did work really long hours, like <laughs> like really long days. And actually, we all used to go out after work and have a really good time as well. And so it, I've worked hard, I would say. And actually, the if you do work hard, there are so many opportunities mm. here for, for people. I mean, the business, I say, has grown and grown and grown. I've stayed on women's wear. But actually, you could move to any department you wanted. You could now move to brands. I mean, that's that wasn't there when I started. Nope. But that's a whole new business that's open to anyone that works at Next as well. So the opportunities, actually, for you then to progress, develop, take a different angle of saying, you know, I'd quite like to try this mm. or... You know, I'd quite like to try that. It's just endless. And I think if you work really hard and you're just yourself and you're doing it because you enjoy it, then I think, you know, you can do really well for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you can be here 28 years later <laughs> like me and still enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, I think that's the key, though, because if you're not going to be yourself, eventually it's going to catch up with you as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure... You know, everybody gets that kind of imposter syndrome yeah. at some point, yeah. you know, and we all sit in yeah. meetings where you just think, oh, my God, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, because if it's not a fashion meeting, if it is about budgets or finance or, you know, or you tech. sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, you like, yeah, 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 I know yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah, then. yeah, this isn't working on the site. <laughs> this is working really well on the site because of this. Yeah. Okay, okay. But that's the thing. I think you can't, for me, you can't pretend to know things you no. don't know either. Like, if someone was to ask me something... I've just moved to women's wear. So if someone asks me something and I don't know, I'll just say, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'll go and find out. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. But I, that's fine as well, isn't it? I think we want everyone to have an opinion. I do want everyone mm. to have an opinion. Um, I want people to be able to say that they don't know or actually they don't like something. If I'm in a meeting, I want someone to be able to say, I don't actually like that. And is that important at all you. levels as well, regardless? Yeah. yeah, it's not a, it's not like, it's not like, um, you know, 
you've got to be a buyer manager or a buyer no, to do no. that. You want all people, yeah, no yeah. matter how ever, doesn't matter yeah. if they've been here eight months or 28 years. Yeah, I want, that's the whole, and I think coming in as a trainee, that is really important that we bring people in, we want them to have an opinion. Like yes. I want my trainees to have an opinion. Yeah. I want to know, they know much better than I do what's trending on TikTok. So I want you <laughs> to tell me what is the next big trend? What are people talking about on TikTok? What is it? What's coming through? It's really, really important that we get their opinion and that they're here to have a voice. Mm. They're not here to just kimble prices onto garments no. and put them on a rail. They're here to hopefully have a long career to progress, but also to have a voice. Like they are the young generation. And I think for me, we need to, to get the young generation on board. We need to start shopping with us. We don't want them to, you know, the parents to buy it for the kids. They get to a certain age leave and go no, to wherever yeah. and then later on in life when they buy a house they might start coming back to us to look for the homeware and then they start shopping again we want to keep them all the way through yeah. and i think that the trainee element is where we need to capture a bit like that self-range yeah if you're not finding anything at next to buy to wear at the weekend then create it come up with it what is it that you want to wear okay it's some sort of athleisure lounger okay let's Let's and that came from it. the assistants, did you mm. say, as well? Yeah, yeah. so that yeah, was... assistants and the designers just talking about just basically a gap that they thought there was in the and ranges. And then they just presented that, did mm. they? And went, Tears Look. of things and things on Instagram and follow, you know, um, influencers that they followed, that they liked and what they were wearing and shopping. And it's like, okay, come up with it and then create it. And that's a full... That's out there now, yeah, is it, it's as a well? Range Sorry, yeah, it's called Self. So we don't, and we don't call it Next, actually. It's called oh, okay. Self. Self. So it yeah. doesn't say Next on it, but... It is next. It is next, yeah. yeah. And what, that was another thing. They didn't want it to say next. They didn't mind buying it from next, and they wanted it, the quality to be next. Yeah. But actually, because it's quite branded, they didn't necessarily want it to say next. So we've called it self. It's doing really well. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. But, but even, if it, even if it hadn't, again, we might try five new things. Two or three of them might work. Two of them might not work. That's all right. Tried it, that didn't mm. work, but that did. So it's really important that you just keep trying things, and if they don't work, then that's fine. Mm. You know, take we'll take on. those mini risks. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. It's fine in the grand scheme of things. The fact that we bought, I don't know, five thousand of that and it didn't sell, that's fine. Like, <laughs> we bought all these other things and they but, did work, yeah, so yeah. it's fine. Or we bought these three things and they were brilliant, so that's fine. Like you say, we've got you've got to try things. You've got, and everyone's got to. I think feel that they can say that they want to try this, mm. that they, you know, they've got a voice. I think that's really important. Yeah, I, I do as well. And no, no matter what meeting you're in, just being able to feel like your voice is heard as well. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, say we've all got different tastes and different opinions, haven't we? Massively. So, and you know, you need to be able to feel that you're not going to be criticised, or if you say your opinion, that's that's fine. Like say that I'll say things. And there's often things in meetings where I'll just say, I don't, "That's not for me." But do, who who here would wear that? Who likes that? And then there will be people yeah. like saying, "Like, yeah, no, I like it." I like, and I'm going, "Okay, fine." If you like, if you like that, and you would wear that, and you think that's right, yeah, put it in. Because it is very opinion based, isn't it? Like yeah. fashion and product, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's what I, you know, something that I'm always like, "How do you get that?" Like without how do you get that good balance in that in those in those pr product selection isn't yeah. it mainly yeah, that yeah. you'll be doing yeah. that we've been talking about this a lot recently have actually. you yeah, yeah just just about 
choice. Like, like you were saying earlier, they're so broad, our mm. customer base. If you're only appealing to if you're only appealing to me, then that's only one part of the customer right. base, isn't it? So yeah. there should be things in the range that I don't want to wear because that's yeah. not my style, yeah. if you like. Yeah. But it's would still I've still got to like it. I've still got to say that that's a nice version of that. I wouldn't wear it because it's just not my thing. But actually, I can appreciate that's really nice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a nice print. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it's, it's, it is. it's good quality. The print's yeah. nice, but it's yeah, a you know, nice design. It's me. just not not for me. But if everything was my style, it'd be all right for me. But lots of people that wouldn't be able to wear it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Great. Well, thank you for coming on. Oh, is that it? That is it. That okay. is it. Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't, no, no. wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> but no, it's been, you know, great chatting. And also, you know, good luck with the new Women's Wear Director challenge thank you. ahead. Like, thank uh, you. we'll have to get you back on again in the future. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Let's, let's see how it goes. <laughs> Thank you.